The order for evening uh, for morning prayer in Advent is found in the booklet, which is linked in the chat bar. Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our King and Savior draweth nigh. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the people with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalms 85 and Psalm 107, verses 1 through 16, beginning on page 446. Lord, thou art become gracious unto thy land, thou hast turned away the captivity of Jacob. Thou hast forgiven the offense of thy people, and covered all their sins. Thou hast taken away all thy displeasure, and turned thyself from thy wrathful indignation. Turn us then, O God our Savior, and let thine anger cease from us. Wilt thou be displeased at us forever, and wilt thou stretch out thy wrath from one generation to another? Wilt thou not turn again and quicken us, that thy people may rejoice in thee? Show us thy mercy, O Lord, and grant us thy salvation. I will hearken what the Lord God will say, for he shall speak peace unto his people and to his saints, that they turn not again unto foolishness. For his salvation is nigh them that fear him, that glory may dwell in our land. Mercy and truth are met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Truth shall flourish out of the earth, and righteousness hath looked down from heaven. Yea, the Lord shall show loving kindness, and our land shall give her increase. Righteousness shall go before him, and shall direct his going in the way. Psalm 107 O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is gracious, and his mercy endureth forever. 
Let them give thanks whom the Lord hath redeemed and delivered from the hand of the enemy. And gathered them out of the lands, from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. They went astray in the wilderness out of the way, and found no city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted in them. So they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He led them forth by the right way, that they might go to the city where they dwelt. O oh, that men would therefore praise the Lord for his goodness, and declare the wonders that he doeth for the children of men. For he satisfieth the empty soul, and filleth the hungry soul with goodness. Such as sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, being fast bound in misery and iron. Because they rebelled against the word of the Lord, and lightly regarded the counsel of the Most Highest. He also burned. There was none to help them. So when they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, he delivered them out of their distress. For he brought them out of darkness and out of the shadow of death, and brake their bonds in sunder. O oh, that men would therefore praise the Lord for his goodness, and declare the wonders that he doeth for the children of men. For he hath broken the gates of brass, and smitten the bars of iron in sunder. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 35th chapter of the book of Isaiah. The wilderness and the wasteland shall be glad for them, and the desert shall rejoice and blossom as the rose. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice, even with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given to it, the excellence of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Lord, the excellency of our God. Strengthen the weak hands, and make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who are fearful-hearted, Be strong, do not fear. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. With the recompense of God, he will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then the lame shall leap like a deer, and the tongue of the dumb sing. For water shall burst forth in the wilderness, and streams in the desert. The parched ground shall become a pool, and the thirsty land springs of water. In the habitation of jackals, where each lay, there shall be grass with reeds and rushes. A highway shall be there, and a road, and it shall be called the highway of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for others. Whoever walks the road, although a fool, shall not go astray. No lion shall be there, nor shall any ravenous beast go upon it. It shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there. And the ransom to the Lord shall return, and come to Zion with singing, with everlasting joy on their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness, 
and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Here endeth the first lesson. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the twelfth verse of the fifth chapter of the first epistle of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. And we urge you, brethren, to recognize those who labor among you, and are over you in the Lord, and admonish you and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake. Be at peace among yourselves. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn those who are unruly, comfort the faint-hearted, uphold the weak, be patient with all. See that no one renders evil for evil to anyone, but always pursue what is good both for yourselves and for all. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit, do not despise prophecies, tell all things, test all things, hold fast what is good, abstain from every form of evil. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. And may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Here endeth the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David. As he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us. Perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, 
to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord Jesus Christ, who at thy first coming did send thy messenger to prepare thy way before thee, Grant that the ministers and stewards of thy mysteries may likewise so prepare and make ready thy way by turning the hearts of the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, that at thy second coming to judge the world we may be found an acceptable people in thy sight, who livest and reignest with the Father and the Holy Spirit, ever one God, world without end. Amen. Almighty God, give us grace that we may cast away the works of darkness and put upon us the armor of light. Now in the time of this mortal life in which thy Son, Jesus Christ, came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge both the quick and the dead, we may rise to the life immortal through him who liveth and reigneth with thee and the Holy Ghost now and ever. Amen. O Almighty God, O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemy, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O, my, o Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, Defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning, everyone. Happy Sunday to all. A couple of thoughts about our lessons today. The, the first two, the first concerns the Psalms this morning, Psalm 85 uh, set against Psalm 107. 
Um, and Psalm 85 is a, is, uh, has a subscript to it in the um, kind of the scripture uh, version of it, uh, which isn't always included in our Psalter at the end of the prayer book, but it's uh, labeled as a song of the sons of Korah or the Korahites. Um, and this is a really kind of, uh, you know, funny, uh, you know, funny moniker, you know, because there continued to be a descendants, uh, you know, a descendancy from the line of the priestly line of Korah, who, uh, as we'll recall from Numbers chapter 16, um, led a rebellion against Moses and against, uh, you know, Aaron uh, and was famously swallowed up by the earth along with everybody who aligned themselves with him. Uh, and so there's this um, kind of perplexing uh, backstory that comes to this psalm here, the, you know, a song for, uh, of the sons of Korah. And it's a penitential psalm, but it, um, it has a kind of national character to it, uh, uh, you know, that implies the whole people. Um, and this really leads us into how the, in the Jewish imagination, there was a, you know, a vicarious relationship between priest and people. Um, and how uh, the, there, there's something in this, even this famous story of rebellion and error um, that highlights and reveals something that is true of all the people. Um, and it becomes revelatory in them. And even in their rebellion and then their, and their uh, judgment, um, there's something that astonishes the whole people. And, and one of the ways we can read that is that there's something that is implicated uh, in all the people that is, um, you know, that, that we see you know, manifested and focused in what happens to Korah. And this psalm unfolds in that way where it's a psalm of coming back to a place of, of repentance and of humility. The center of this psalm is this, you know, is really the core of repentance and the core of a penitent life, which is, I will listen to what the Lord God will say. And it presupposes this kind of sen this sense of um, distance. Uh, the first half of the psalm um, contends with this apparent distance that we were talking about on Friday afternoon in the Psalms there, um, and comes to the conclusion that um, just as the Lord forbears, um, you know, with us in our, um, in our sort of our looking away from him and our departures from him as he forbears with us for a long time before, um, you know, sending judgment. So one of the ways he rehabilitates us in our um, obedience as his children uh, is that he will give us opportunities to exercise that patience uh, like him um, and a patience that is like his. Um, and it can be the case sometimes that when we, you know, when we are uh, in the midst of something we ought not to do, we sometimes will, you know, uh, will ask for continual forbearance in that um, and, and we will rely on it for, you know, a sense of hope. Um, but then there's also the kind of flip side. We have a double standard when it comes to our own uh, petitions that sometimes when we, you know, want something or we, you know, we, we, we detect that we are in a right place with God, we will want to immediately see the fruit of all of that and are unwilling to uh, wait and show patience in, in turn. Um, and so there's this, um, there's this, all of this going on in that Psalm and it's set against the kind of global character of Psalm 107, um, which is a, a confident, um, uh, praise of God in light of uh, what what He has done for the whole people, and it's a it's a song of, of celebrating the Lord's deliverance and that His loving kindness has not abated; it has not abandoned the people. Uh, and this is significant because it's in set against eighty five. It's going to give us this picture of the um, the, the the penitent 
um, the, the single, you know, the sort of the person who is penitent as the as the unit of faithful Israel. But then collectively, this has the the, the effect of of restoring the whole people to the covenant as well. And that as many faith people who are faithful in the midst of that whole people, um, it, it you know, begins to realize this covenant faithfulness, uh, which God promises to visit with blessing. Uh, and so as we, we think about that, that's exactly what we see in both Isaiah and First Thessalonians tonight. Um, Isaiah, the lesson from Isaiah is following up on yesterday or on the last chapter from Isaiah in, in 34, where God said, I will take this whole beautiful promised land. I gave you the land flowing with milk and honey. I'm going to turn it to a desert so that you can see outwardly what has become the case of your, your hearts, what has become the condition of your hearts. But now in 35, after that time of judgment, he says, I'm going to then turn that desert back into a beautiful springing garden again, um, restoring the language of the Garden of Eden. And so as we see this, we see that this, you know, both desolation in one chapter and consolation in the next chapter, that these are both actually expressions of the Lord's loving kindness, as we see in Psalm 107, uh, that both of these are actually the mercy of God played out. And that both of them have a kind of formative good that leads the people in the way they need to go. Um, that, you know, if they are heading towards disaster, desolation is visited so as to turn them away from it. And when they have arrived in the, in the condition of heart and posture before God that is good, consolation, can, consolation is often, will often come to then, you know, kind of like, you know, reinforce that and, and keep them there. And as we see that in First Thessalonians, this is brought to brought into the, you know, the imagination of the converted Pharisee, uh, Paul, as he instructs the elders of, of, of the Thessalonian church to um, bear up those who are struggling by re recalling to them um, the consolations that you you have you have been he's been preaching to them through this whole letter that um, as God is going to restore not only his people but also the whole cosmos and 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 redeem the creation. Um, so that global picture is the basis of hope that we use to encourage one another when we are feeling down downhearted and when we are feeling faint and when we feel like we cannot continue in the Christian life. Um, that cosmic vision of redemption has to has to come down and be the thing through which we meet face to face and say, don't give up, keep your chin up and your you know, the Lord's salvation is near. Um, and so it's an interesting way for us to go forward into this week as we'll focus on ministry a lot, um, that the ministry that we're all called to in the church is to um, be the face of that whole cosmic redemption um, for another as the Lord brings them to us. About just saying, hey, remember things are gonna be okay in the end. It's about saying here in this encounter, I am um, I'm the Lord's appointed to incarnate that, that um, redemptive vision of hope for you so that you can take one more step in the Christian life. So we're all called to refresh in that today because uh, that's really one of our vocations as Christians. And we'll continue this morning with a general a form of intercession on page 10. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, especially Joseph, our president, and Gavin, our governor, 
and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. O God, who makest us glad with the weekly remembrance of the glorious resurrection of thy Son, our Lord, vouchsafe us this day such blessing through our worship of thee, that the days to come may be spent in thy service through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for being here, and thanks to Chris, my co-leader, this morning. Hope you all have a wonderful Sunday and a good start to your week. Thank you, Father. Yes, thank you for that. Thank you.